Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nope, beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. They have 18 widescreen TVs, so you can watch your favorite NFL team on their Sunday ticket. And you can scarf down some of their delicious options on their menu, including my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp. So if you find yourself vacationing in the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent me. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. The best shuck in town. So, Chris, um, obviously this is a podcast where we'll preview the Giants-Raiders matchup, and a lot has happened with the Raiders overnight. Uh, but right when we ended our podcast last time, it seemed like two seconds later, um, a very a popular Giant was traded uh, in Leonard Williams, and the Giants did get a nice haul back. Uh, it's worth mentioning they traded a three and a five to get him, but they got a two and a five in return. Took on the salary this year, I think, but... Um, Look, I want to get your perspective because you're in a locker room. Um, Leonard Williams was a was a, a solid giant overall. Uh, he had some really good years here. He had some years where he was, you know, above average. But overall, um, you know, his time here was 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 solid to to very good. Uh, but I, you know, the kind of person who was in a locker, Chris. If you can just, you know, share your perspective on some of that. Yeah, and no, he's a great locker room guy. Loved by his teammates. Always respectful with us. Yeah. Uh, just a good dude. Yeah, it really was. And look, a real. A real good football player. Not great. Not a sixth overall, but a real good football. What was he? Sixth overall, right? Yeah, but it was sixth overall. The, the 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 Eric Flowers draft. Yeah. Yeah, but he, you know, he was a real good football player. And he's a guy that does a lot of things that doesn't show up in the stat sheet and stuff like that. And um, but look, Jerry, you know, before this trade happened, and if we and you me and you were going back and forth, they said, Hey, you know, they're gonna trade Leo. What do you think they could get for him? Jerry. <laughs> I don't think anybody would say a second round pick. No, I would say a fourth. You're thinking four, right? Fifth, fourth, maybe third, right? Maybe third. Maybe. They would uh, Seattle gives, you know, they look, Joe Shane was not actively shopping Leonard Williams. He was not shopping Leonard Williams, but he's getting phone calls like he did on Barkley. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um Seattle comes in with that offer and it's the last year of his contract. The Giants won't go to re-sign Leonard, okay? Uh, he's going to be 30 years old soon and all that stuff. Um, and they go out and get a second-round pick, you know? And you got to remember something, man. You know, Daniel's coming off. He's going to be back this week. Daniel, we'll get into it later on in the pod. But he's had two injuries now with the neck. He wasn't playing the best football before the injury, mm-hmm. right? Not everything's his fault. We know. We got into it a million times during yeah, the season. Sure. But, you know, you look at – you have a couple of number twos now and stuff like that. You have to start thinking about, well, if the Giants win four games, you know, you got to start thinking about the future. So can will you package that for a move up in the draft? First thing I thought of. Yes. That's something that has to be considered. Yeah, I mean – and here's the deal, Chris. For a quarterback. For a quarterback. No, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, I'm on board. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, come on. I was on board two weeks ago. Um, if, if you told me that um, that we got a third and a fifth, because I couldn't remember. I was like, what did we give up to get him? I thought it was more than that. But it was a third and a fifth. Third so and give a fifth. Me a, if, yeah. Right. If it was a third and a fifth, I would say, eh, if we get a fourth, we'll be lucky. And to get a second and a fifth, you know, a second next year and a fifth the year after, I mean, uh, you know, I think every Giant fan signs up for that one, dude. I mean, are you kidding me? He wasn't going to be here next year anyway. Um, likely. 
So this was a, a no-brainer. going to be an extra year, Jerry. <laughs> right, right. He was right. not going to be an extra year. Right. You got two twos and probably a high one. You know, you have a high one, what will be a high one, a high two, and then a lower two. But you could package those to move up and get your uh, quarterback of the future, maybe. So. Well, I mean, uh, that's something that's a possibility. I know. I'm in. I'm all in on that. But, yeah. Yes. You know? And look, this is why you just – this is why you never know. A trade deadlines and all that stuff, you know uh, – when, you know, Leo's name was mentioned, right, for a couple mm. of weeks about possibly being moved and all the experts and everybody, oh, you can't get more. You're not going to get hired in a four for them. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe a three if you're lucky, blah, 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 blah. And then Seattle comes in. And, well, because what's going on is that Seattle realizes that they have to show up their run defense. They need to got another guy up front. And right. they're looking at their football team like, hey, you know, these 49ers – Everybody slow down here. We have a better record than them. We could win this damn division because the 49ers are not looking like the team they did earlier in the year. Nope. So let's show up what we need to show up. And all right, so let's give Joe Shane a buzz. They really want to let Leo Williams, so they offered the two, and Shane jumped on it like he should have. Yeah. Like he should have. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Fisk Vegas chimes in. A lot of wrongs with the Giants this year, but Joe Shane isn't one of them. Yeah, I mean, this was a great deal. Yeah. So. Well, I'm not going to – Totally go with that one. You know, you got to remember something. You know, we saw what happened last week when Tommy DeVito came in elevated and there's no veteran to come in right. behind the Tyrod tail when they brought veterans in for workouts. So, you know, you got to remember something else too. We're going to talk about the Shane thing. Like that guy I just mentioned. I'm sorry. Who was that? Fisk. Fisk, Fisk? Vegas. The guy we had on that oh, one Oh, Fisk Vegas. My man Fisk. Yeah. 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 So you got to remember something, you know, this was also the same guys, Shane and Dable, that decided that Matt Pert was a better swing tackle than Tyree Phillips, too, in training camp. So let's not absolve Joe Shane of everything this year. Yeah, I believe points. in Joe. I love Dave's, all that stuff. But I'm also going to point out stuff like, well, that, that doesn't mean, you know, they've, they've, they're, they're hitting 300 this year. They're hitting 1,000. Well, 300 is very good. Yeah, no, it's they're hitting it. You know what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's fine. Like they're, yeah, like yeah. they're hitting 1,000 this year. They're not. And that Tyree Phillips comes over here. And I think a lot of Giants fans right now, Evan Neal looks like he might be back this week. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Giants fans who say, oh, that's nice Evan Neal's back, but Tyree Phillips should, should still be the right tackle. I'm one of them. Yeah, and I'm with you, bro. <laughs> okay. uh, 23 oh. people on. 23 people on right now. Thanks, guys. Go ahead, Chris. So, 23 people. I, sorry, folks. I got to put my glasses on because I can't see a damn thing anymore. Yeah, that's why I, I just keep them on now. I didn't I take them off anymore. I can't read anymore. So. Yeah. Right. All I can see is that for some reason, this black part of my head refuses to turn gray for some reason. Okay, I don't know what the hell that is about, my head. Telling me about black versus gray hair, Chris. <laughs> I got old gray hair, and for yeah. some reason, this black awesome. thing refuses to turn gray. This thick head of hair that I have, yeah. this one part won't turn gray. Yeah, <laughs> I should just dye the damn thing. Uh, what, anyway. Nice. So anyway, so Shane and all that. So Leo goes... How could you turn that down? I mean, I didn't think yeah. anybody was going to come in. Now, Saquon Barkley, another name. Joe and Dave, especially Dave's, went up to Saquon and says, we're not moving you, okay? Yep. Um, okay, great. Um, so I was I was, I was, was told that they were not shopping Saquon. They, they didn't lie to Saquon. They were not going to move him. But that, just you just never know if a bomb comes out, out of nowhere. Right. And look, Leo was a little bit of a bomb. Nobody really expected a, to get a two for him. 
So the point I'm making is that Shane would have had to really be blown away by a Saquon off of to even consider it. I think I put that on Twitter to even consider it, you know, and that didn't happen. I mean, nobody's coming in and giving up a two for a running back. Sorry. No matter how dynamic is Barkley is nobody was doing that. So, um, so Saquon, obviously, you know, some of the other guys talking about the trades, you know, Dory was a name mentioned, but they didn't kind of, they didn't redo his deal by Monday. Now, let's be honest. I, I, I just thought like, I'm like, like getting a seventh rounder for him. What were they going to get? I mean, who, I, I don't know. Man. I don't even know if anybody even inquired about him. A bag of footballs. Well, I was like, yeah, yeah, if we get, if we got a seventh, I would have jumped at that. So go ahead. Right. Right. I'm not quite sure if anybody even was asking about it, Dory. And you know what, Chris, I got to ask, I'm going to ask you this. If you're Chris Bizignan is the GM. What would it take for you to trade Saquon Barkley? I would have to get a, a second round pick. And you would have done it for a second? And I would have done it. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. now you got a two, you would have three number two picks. You could use one of them on a high back. That's the way I feel about it. And we talked about this numerous times. It's not, it's not yeah. a reflection of how I feel about Saquon. Right. It's a reflection of how the game of football is today. Yeah. You know? Um, yep. What would you What would you uh, take? Or you would Or you would just tell them no. I'm not. We're not far off. I would. I would have. Somebody would have came to you and said, "I want to give you. I want to give you a two. I would. No, I would have said no. I would have taken the one. I I just love. I love love it. Yeah. Because I know, but because of what he brings to this offense, and I know I'm in the minority here, Chris. I I know that I'm in the ten percent of giant fans that wouldn't trade him. But probably higher than that too. Yeah, yeah. It's not much. I don't think it's much. I think most giant fans would say we can lose without you. So they would say, (laughs) you know. <laughs> Craig McKeon jumps in. Did you lose your hair from the stress of following the Giants? Well, the it Jets, doesn't help. Shane, the Jets game might have finished me off. This might be great next week. Um, yeah. So Shane jumps in. You know, they're bad with Saquon. They can't function without him, and that's kind of how I am, right? Like, it would have for me. It would have been a one if they offered a one. I'd say I got to take this. A two, I would have turned it down. But we're not far off. That's all. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Leo goes. And nobody else, you know, Dory. There was rumors about McKinney, but I'm not quite sure there was Giants much interest there. Adore was an interest from other teams or from the Giants, you think? From, uh, from the Giants really moving him. I, I you know, don't forget he's gonna be a free agent, right? Um, so I didn't hear much I didn't hear much buzz about McKinney, either okay. trying to trade him or people calling about. I didn't hear much buzz about that. Right. Adore is a guy, you know, he the problem with Dory, the main problem is his contract. Mm. Uh, you know, people won't go to pick it up, or the Giants won't go to pay like they did with Leo. Not for a talent like a Dory, who, in my opinion, shouldn't even be on the field. Okay, in my opinion, I put Trey Hawkins out there. Couldn't agree more. And, and I don't want to see a Dory again on a football field. Nope. Okay, I got to be honest with you. No, I, not in the slot. I think Cordell Flott has proven. Oh, come on! He could play slot. You know, my boy Nick Wilcott from Notre Dame put yeah. him in a slot. If you yeah. have to put Flott on the outside at time, I just if Trey Hawkins something happens, if he can't cover anybody on him. Put flat on the outside. I, I really don't want to see a Dory again. Not for anything. McLeod does a lot more. He plays special teams well, too. I like Nick McLeod, man. So do I. And so do the Giants, Jerry. That's why yeah. he's getting snaps. That's why he's been getting snaps. If he's your place. third or fourth, he's your fourth corner, you can do a hell of a lot worse than that, man. Man, I don't care. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, so uh, I, me personally, I don't want to see a Dory again on a football Same. field. I really Same. don't. So um, so Leo moves on and all that. And, and now, no, Jerry. This is a defense that's played lights out. Mm-hmm. Three of the last four games, four of the last five games. They're now 
they were the top five down and third down defense. They're getting some sacks now, Thibodeau. And, yeah. and you know, Dex is dominating the last few games. Defense is playing really well, really well, right? They don't deserve these losses. Uh, I get it, the two big plays at the end, but come on. All right, come on. It's it's, it's 10 7. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know, can we score some points for these guys? You know, for these any guys? other team in the league gives up 13, they're winning that game. Right. I mean, come on. So, but I tell you, Jerry, um, it'd be interesting to see how they move forward without Leo because no matter what, Leo's a big piece of this defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I know people get caught up. Oh, Chris, he's got one sack, one and a half. He's got four. He does so much, especially for Dexter Lawrence. Right. Now, I'm not saying Dexter Lawrence is going to be a different player and he's not going to be as I'm just saying he does so much up front, Leo. Yeah. He has to be accounted for, Leo. Yeah. You know? And, and they've been playing the run a little bit better. They, they did a great job against Brees Hall last week, you know, yeah. uh, against Brees Hall. Yeah, yep. no, Shane Dex, 15 pressures. I think that's one of the best all time. Yeah. Shane, Shane Kindlin comes in and says Dex, 15 line. pressures. That's, that has a lot to do with what Leo's doing, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Leo's all part of that, you know? Yeah. So uh, Jordan Wiley, Kyle Bronson says, I'd like to see Jordan Wiley get some snaps. Well, guess what? You're going to see that now. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably going to see that now. Yeah. So, um, but Audi is good now moving forward without Leo. You know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. You know, you know, I was talking to a guy and I was talking about that. I was like, oh, you know, let's see how, how much better, you know, if, the, if you're going to take a little bit of hit now without Leo, ah, you know, uh, Nacho's there and, and mm. a Sean, a Sean, I kind of make up the difference. And I'm saying, I'm saying, come on, I'm saying, come on, it, 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 they're not Leo Williams. So, it's, you know what that sounds you like? Know? That sounds like Moneyball to me. That's very Moneyballish. Like these three guys can make up for this one guy. I don't know, man. I don't, yeah. I don't buy that either. Yeah. So, um, look, you just stop. You, it's your defense is going to take a hit when Leo Williams is gone. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. So, um, we'll see it. We'll see him moving forward because these guys are, you know, these guys are really playing well. Yeah. So good stuff. Uh so a second and a fifth for him. Unless they say he's gone and there's nothing we can do about it. Um all right. You want to get into this uh into this Raider situation? Uh overnight, uh Josh McDaniel is let go as well as their GM. And lo and behold, look who gets hired. Antonio Pierce gets a shot, and good for him. Um who can forget what a what a very good giant he was? You know, the so many plays that he made for them, the 07 um plague in Green Bay, where he took on, you know, I think it was two blockers and still made the tackle. It was a kid from Notre Dame, Grant, I think, who he tackled. Otherwise, that's a touchdown early on in that game. Uh, leader of that defense, um, really came over and and in 05 and and solidified that defense, you know, and especially in the middle. And when you, you talk about giant linebackers, it's like, well, this this linebacker is the best we've had since. You kind of go back to, you know, Antonio Pierce. So um, couldn't be happier for him. But this was a this was a shocker, Chris. Like to do this midseason on a, I think McDaniel had a six year contract. Like wow, like oh my god, this guy's just gonna sit home and collect. Yeah, look, Jerry, I put it on Twitter today. I, I was hearing things about him last year. Yeah. That they were thinking about firing him last year yeah. around this time. And Mark yeah. Davis, you know, was like, no, we're going to wait. You know, yeah. he's coming back. We can't do this after one year and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. But there was a buzz. Of, look, there, Josh McDaniels, 
is a guy that obviously lost the locker room there. You you see what's coming out now. Mark Davis, um, you know, he brought in some veterans and he, he wanted to know what the hell was going on. And the veterans basically said, we can't do this anymore and we need a change, you know? So they did. And Mark Davis basically, you know, wiped clean him and the GM out of there. And uh, Antonio Pierce, you know, a guy that's, you know, he reminds you of that Dan Campbell. You know, he had, you see, I don't know if you saw his presser today, fiery speech. Yeah. I'm from Compton. These guys are going to play hard. I got They're going to be feeling me. I'm going to be feeling them. Uh, yeah. You know, had like a little bit of that Dan Cam- Campbell feel. Yeah. Not a big difference is that Dan Campbell has a lot of talent in Detroit. Yeah. The Raiders don't, you know, so, uh, so Antonio and look, dude, two years ago when Rich Passaccia was there, he brings him to the playoffs. Yeah. And it shows you how stupid these people are around the league. Yeah. Oh no, he's an intern. No, no, no. We got to go another direct. Why? The players loved him. He right. almost beat the Bengals in a playoff game two years ago, right. but no, he doesn't have that name. So let's move on. And they bring in this buffoon McDaniels. Right, who for the who has the distinct honor of being the only head coach in the history of the game to be fired twice? Okay, in the middle of the second season. <laughs> right. So it's like, what are we? Doing? And he you know, lasted longer with the Broncos. Yeah, he lasted a little longer with the Broncos. He got it. He got it. Even he even got whacked early this time. So it's it's so Pierce is going to go in there and they're going to be fight now. As the Giants head into this week, Daniel's going to be back. I think there's a pretty good chance Andrew's back, Neil Thomas. Mm. Evan Neal looks like he's on path to return. Mm. Saquon Barkley will be playing with Daniel for the first time since the Arizona game, second half, all that stuff. Um, going against the team, Jerry, that is not good offensively, not good def- defensively. They're going with a rookie court- corner uh, quarterback. Yeah. Um, their line- best linebacker might not be playing. Um, Giants got to win. Jerry, I, I know they're going to be fired up and Antonio's going to have them fired up. That's nice. That's all great. And, and they're going to come out flying. And I'm sure Devontae Adams is probably going to be targeted every time the rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, drops back. Yeah. Um, But this is a game you cannot lose, man, because of the circumstances. If they had Jimmy Garoppolo playing, I'd be like, whoa, they're a fired up team, veteran quarterback. They're going with a rookie quarterback, man. They change head coaches. The defense is not good, and the Giants' offense is not good either, but it should be a little bit better this week with Daniel. Saquon with Daniel. Offensive lineman coming back. This should be a better, a little better offense this week. You're not going to see that what you saw this last week against the Jets, hopefully. <laughs> okay? Uh, Jerry, this, look, you talk about a little pressure on Brian Dable. Well, guess what? There's some pressure on Dable because if the Owls are going to start flying a little bit if, they, if he loses this game. I'm telling you. That's- the Owls are going to start flying. A lot of people are like, well, wh- what are we doing here? What's going on with this coach in year two? Because no way you should lose this game Sunday. No way. I get to rookie quarterback and his personnel and this team and, and all the stuff that's going on. I'm sorry. There's no way you should lose this game. You know, it's fun. You know what, Chris? Let's take a break. We're going to take a break, guys. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz ignoring. You know what's funny, dude? I would have felt better if Garoppolo was playing in this one. I actually feel worse because Aiden O'Connell's playing. I know he's a rookie, but the, the 
with the way Devontae Adams was carrying on on the sidelines, and guys, rightly so. He is a stud. He was wide open uh, down that sideline twice, um, and Garoppolo couldn't hit him. I almost would have felt better if he was playing, but we'll get to that later. But you're right, Chris. This is a game. Um, I mean, I'm the first person to say, like, guys, Dable's safe. Dable's safe. Dable's safe. But you lose this game after you lost the Jets game to a brand-new head coach who's never – who hasn't been a head coach in the NFL yet. Um, to a former, and you know, the, 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 the giant story there is, is something as well, right? I mean, he was a kind of a hero for a Super Bowl team here, but I, I couldn't agree more, man. You have to absolutely win this game. And if we start seeing, especially undisciplined play, false starts, missed assignments, stuff like that, that's when it's going to get ugly, Chris. It's one thing to fumble interception, it's not good. But if you start seeing an undisciplined team, man, I mean, these, it's going to be really interesting the last eight weeks after that or seven. Well, you know, what has killed the Giants the last few weeks? Buffalo, Jets, um, situational football. Killed them against Buffalo, killed them against the Jets. Yeah, That has to improve. You know, that's that's a lot of that is on a head coach and the coaching staff. And I'm sorry, you know, you got a rookie quarterback and all that stuff against a very good defense. The way the Giants are playing right now, they're a very good defense, the way they're playing yeah. right now. Yeah. Can't, you know, you can't lose this game. I'm, I'm sorry. This is not a good rated team. Okay. Um, so look, there's gonna be a lot of like there's gonna be a lot of looking around, questioning, all that stuff if they lose the rated Sunday. Because this is a game you got to win. I'm sorry. You know, what's going on? Corey Ricotta or Corey Regal. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, what's up, guys? Can't believe the golden opportunity we have in front of us Sunday. We have to capitalize on that. And the Calvary is back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Jones, Thomas, come on, man. Like, there, there's no excuse here. The only guy that scares the crap out of me, Chris, is, well, there's two. Uh, obviously, Max Crosby. He's an absolute animal coming off the edge. Doesn't stop playing the entire game. The Raiders could be one and and fifteen, and he's going to play like it's the Super Bowl in that last game of the season, and and just Marcus Peters because he's a he's a you know veteran who I, I could just I have visions of him like the other night running down the field uh, with an interception. But um, Crosby, really, I mean Crosby's an incredible player, dude. He's he's yeah, he's going, you know he's going to be going up against Evan Neal, yeah, who might be. I mean, if Evan Neal returns, I, I I'm it certainly looks like he's trending that way. You know, if not, Tyree yeah. Phillips, yeah. That, if that doesn't scare you, you know, <laughs> you know, so that, you know, there's a guy that look, we've seen Max Crosby do this numerous times. He could just blow up a game. Yeah. Guy plays, if they play 62 defensive snaps, he plays 62 defensive snaps. Yeah. He doesn't come yeah. off the field. I never see anything like it. Yeah. You know, and he's um, a motor. I mean, the motor never stops. Julio Souza chimes in. Julio's, uh, I believe, from South America somewhere. I want to say Brazil, I think. Uh, guys, what's the, and by the way, 33 watching now. Thanks folks. Guys, what's the offense going to look like without Waller? Yeah. Well, he's the number one target. So I got to spread it around a little. Look, I, I'm a little disappointed in Ballinger. I got to be honest with you. Oh yeah. Said the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Now he's going to be targeted a little bit more. He'll be more involved in the pass game. You know, with Waller out. And Waller was at his locker today and he basically said he's going to be out a while, Jerry. He's like, this is, I'm not coming. He basically said, I'm not coming back this week. And, I hurt the hamstring pretty good. So the way he was talking, you know, um, it doesn't sound good for him. And, you know, look, I, I, I talked about it in the last podcast when he went out there tonight. 
whenever you're up in a press box and they immediately rule a guy out, you say, oh, not good. <laughs> and he, more than they, he more than tweaked it, yeah. And that's what they did with Walla. As soon as yeah. Walla went out, usually, usually they always give you like, uh, so-and-so, uh, knee, questionable to return. And then 20 minutes later, uh, update, Jerry Foley, knee, ruled out, right? Yeah. But this was down while a hamstring rule out immediately. Yeah. I'm 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 oh, not good, you know. Uh, Big Blue UK and Ireland podcast chimes in on Julio's point. Have we heard anything about Cage or, or a potential backup? No, well, Cage is going to be elevated. You know, yeah, it'd be Bellinger and Cage. Yeah. We'll see. I, I haven't heard anything about them trying out any tight ends or anything like that. So they have one on the practice squad. I'm not sure they're going to make it. They'll probably go with the two tight ends again. Yeah. And Belgium will be more is going to have to be more involved. A guy like Lawrence Cage could could be more involved in the pass game. He's a, yeah, he's I was going to say with with Bellinger, is he not as involved because the line is so bad they got to keep him to block so much, Chris? I, I mean, he doesn't stay in the block all the time. He's just not okay. involved in a game. Look, last week, I mean, look, last week nobody was involved, you know. But Bell and and Bellinger had that one pass and, he, and hit him right in the chest. Yeah, you know, it's just circumstances of the game too, dude. I mean, Walls, you know. The passing game really hasn't been there. The <laughs> pressures, the sacks. Yeah. You know, um, so but he will be now. He has to step up now because you're not going to see Wallace for a few weeks. Yeah. And you'll be lucky if it's only a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I don't think you're going to see him again in December. So um wonderful. <coughs> excuse me. So guy guy like Kasia might get some targets. He's like a receiver playing tight end. And they'll have to take it from there, you know. Uh, Bill Hartnett chimes in probably more underneath stuff for Wandale without Waller. I would guess. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I cannot wait until the giants get a bona fide one on the outside, uh, to really open up things for Wandale. He's going to be so much fun to watch in this offense once, you know, uh, we can open that up a bit, but, um, yeah, I mean, he's been a nice, uh, he's, he's, I don't want to say nice surprise, but you didn't know how he's going to react to the injury from last year, but, uh, he's got some playmaker in him. It's just, uh, you know, we got to open things up for him. So, but I see Corey Ricardo Jones being a full participant Wednesday seems weird to me. I'm just why, why is that weird? He was cleared. He was clear. He was clear yeah, for contact. Clear. So he's, yeah, he, you know, the, he, he's a full go. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, he was cleared Sunday for contact. So he's a full go. And it's not like the veto can't. Well, Look, it's just a matter of they had the 10-7 lead and Dable didn't want to take a chance. And we talked about that. But yeah. We thought that was a mistake, right? We thought yeah. we thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. We really yeah. did. And I think everybody else agrees with us. That, that was ridiculous. Okay? Not having yeah. a kid throw a ball after a 10-7 lead. Okay? And it's, uh, I guess it's worth mentioning also since the last podcast, Matt Barkley as well. So. Yeah, and they brought Barkley in. And Barkley's not a good quarterback. Okay? He's not <laughs> a good quarterback. But he's a veteran. He knows the system. Uh, but you know, don't think you know Barkley's gonna come in and go oh, look at it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, but Daniel is back. That's the big news too, I guess. Right? Daniel yeah. is back. Um, and maybe with Andrew back, hopefully Andrew's back. He gets to Daniel some time, and he could do some things with these receivers um, and move the ball a little bit. You know, Daniel said today, "Look, Jerry, he's you know when the opportunity's there, zone reads, whatever it might be, he's gonna take off." He's not gonna be hesitant at all. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, if, if the opportunity's there, I'll run. I'm gonna try to protect myself like I always do. He said. Now we've yeah. seen in the past that he has, and he's at times he hasn't been very good at that. But um, it wasn't like he's you know, like talking like, well, you know, if the shots there, I'll run out of bounds. You know, well, no, he's talking about it. he's a full go. He's fully healed. 
uh, and he feels great. And he will be taken off when he needs to take off. Right. And, and maybe this is a week where we can get Jalen Hyatt even more involved, right? Like a jet sweep or something, you know, not just passes down the field and whatever, but do something with him. That's all. So, yeah. Well, he was a little bit a couple of games ago, a couple of deep, a couple of deep routes. Last week was, I don't know what the hell you call that, you know, obviously against the Jets and throw away. You look for it again this week, right? You look for it again this week uh, against these guys Sunday. Chris Patrick Collins asked, how much of an effect has Pew had on all these younger guys? Maybe a veteran presence was needed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, the big question this week to me, um, and by the way, Justin Pugh, he, oh, he takes the offensive linemen out. They go out for steak dinners every Thursday night or something. And you know, those little things are big. Sure. They're big. Yeah. Bonding. Yeah. You know, all out there, Jerry, mm-hmm. they're all eating. You know, they're all on the same page. And Justin Pugh is great for that. He's a team guy. He believes in that. And all that stuff. So Pew's had a look. Pew's been on a while, you know, and you know his he he influ, he's influencing these young guys already, the, the Schmitz, you know, and all and guys like that. So uh, yeah, he's been a big he's been a big you know. I thought he played pretty well last week. I thought he held up, you know. Yeah, he did. I guess yeah. a pretty good Jets team. I know I know there wasn't a lot of passes, five right. step, three step drops. Look, you know, looking right. for looking for routes to develop. I get it, you know. I, I understand that. But for the most part, he, he held up pretty well. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Justin. You know, if Andrew and Evan Neal come back. We talked about this. Does Justin go to left guard over Brennison? You know, um, we'll see. You know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, Chris, like the line in general last week running, like when, when the defense knows you're running on every down, um, you know, it's Barkley still broke 100. I know he carried the ball a lot, but I'm just saying, like, there were there were some holes there, especially towards the end of that game, where the offensive line was wearing him down a bit. So overall, I, you know, I wasn't disgusted with the offensive line last week. It was more the game plan and not letting you know Devito <laughs> throw the ball. But you know, I have to give him some credit. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see. They really like Brennison, but they really like Pew too at the guard position. So we'll see how Bobby Johnson and Dable whack that up. Who who goes the left guard when Andrew comes back? Yeah. You know? Yep. And do they move Gowinski? Like, does Pugh go to right guard of Gowinski? I don't know. Gowinski's kind of settled down the last three games. Yeah, right. He you has. Know? Yeah, yeah. You know? So I don't know if they do that either. Does like, does oh, does Pugh go to left guard? Brennison go to right guard over Gowinski? I don't know. We'll, 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 you know, we don't see the that part of practices. Uh, right. You know, as far as what they're looking at, thinking about doing. Nor could we even report about it, even if we did. So yeah. um, uh, that would be that's going to be an interesting development Sunday. Uh, how they, how they, what offensive line they put out there with Andrew and Evan back? Um, want to give a shout out to a minor celebrity on our uh, chat, Big Blue VCR, but he asked a question that was kind of answered already. He must have just joined about Pager. So, uh, yeah, Chris addressed that one already, but, but uh, shout out to Big Blue VCR, guys. If you're not following him, you should. He's all over Twitter with his uh, old time clips, making us all feel good, except when he does pain week. No more pain week. We got enough pain every week now, Big Blue VCR. Love you, buddy. Um, yeah, so Kyle asked a question that's kind of, I mean, I'll just post it up here. When is Aziz eligible to come back? <laughs> I'll just ask it, Chris, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of weeks he'll be eligible. Whether or not he comes back, I don't know. So. Eligible two weeks, but realistically, this may be it. So whatever. I don't know. We'll see. How, we'll I see know. How, we'll I, see how his, uh, how his leg is and all that stuff. It's a good question because you think about, like, the year that Thibodeau's starting to have. And man, if he just had someone the opposite of him, man, this could be fun. It's, it's kind of what we talked about earlier in the year. Like we actually had, I think we both had Aziz having more sacks than Thibodeau if he was healthy. But um, 
yeah, it's it'd be it'd be awesome to see, you know, having a bookend like that across from Thibodeau to help it would it would just make him more dangerous. So, but is what it is. Uh, yeah, Big Blue VCR says I just joined. Sorry, I was going to ask where should that Jets game fall in my pain week? No, no, um, it, you're going to get blocked if you do another pain week, but or muted. So, good stuff. Oh yeah, please, please uh, don't show that, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, Shane asks, "Who is Aziz?" <laughs> uh, that's funny. Not to be a um, wise ass, but his brother just had his first sack the other day. <laughs> yeah, Javier Santos asked a good question. Were you surprised to see the commander straight away both defensive ends? I thought one would go for sure. Both. A little surprise. Yeah. But you see what they're doing here. Both guys are uh, not going to get second contracts from them. So, yeah. Um, Me personally, what, Jerry, I would have kept Sweat and traded Chase Young. And what did what did they give up for Chase? A third? I think a third. Yeah. And we got a second and a fifth for Leonard Williams. How, how did that happen? I don't know about that. I, don't know I mean, that I know. Look, Chase Young isn't what they thought he'd be, but he's still pretty damn good when he plays. Sure. Um, yeah. And he's going to be opposite Nick Bosa now. Like, holy crap. Um, yeah, third, huh? All right. Wow. Mm. Uh, Ryan Williams says, was surprised. You guys said it was a top three loss in franchise history in terms of improbability, maybe. <laughs> you named 20 losses that crushed me. Yeah, it's fresh in our minds, too, Ryan. I mean, it just sucks. It was a horrible loss. But uh, it was funny. Everybody's kind of ranking horrible losses by the Giants over the years. And it's like, oh, my God, we have so many. Um, yeah. I guess that's being a Giants fan. But what would, um, be, what would be number one? The the Deshaun Jackson game. That wasn't a playoff game, though. But they didn't make the playoffs because of it. They were going to win that division if they won that game. Yeah. Because they were 10, I think, or they were like 9-3 and three at the time. Mm. And then they had two more games to go or something like that. Nine. They had two more games, and they had Green Bay, which they got smoked by. And then they beat Washington to finish up and they ended up 10 and six. Yeah. So they were nine and four at that game. If they win, you know, on their way to 11 and five, win the division, go back to the playoffs. So mm-hmm. for me, it was now everyone's chiming in with their uh, horrible games. Altoon game, 1989 Rams from Big Blue VCR. That was a tough one. So that's a good one, too. Yeah. Um, you know, because those were playoff games. Giants I tell you what, Jerry, I still have that Giants 49 game, man. That was bad because they had such a big lead, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was a playoff game, and then yeah. the bad call at the end. They blew the lead, and then the bad call. Um, oh, I tell you, man, that 49er game, and the Giants were on a roll that year, dude, with Terry yeah. Collins. Yeah, they were six and six, and they finished up ten and six. Well, they yep. were they were steamrolling into the playoffs, you know. Yeah, and that was the. The Colts game where he just went off and him, yeah, Toomer, and Tiki went you know, nuts. And then they won that playoff, you know, and then they lose that game to the four eyes. And I still think they would have they could have beat Tampa Bay the following week if they would have held on to that damn game. I really do. Yeah, we could have closed out the vet instead of Tampa. Oh, yeah. Man, absolutely. I tell you, I, I I tell you, you know. Um yeah. so yeah, because those are play that flipper Anderson game was yeah, that was they were all up there, man. You know the Altoon one hurt as well because they lost and they would have won the division if they won it. Yeah. The Jets had really nothing to play for other than beating the Giants. Mark yeah. Collins wasn't playing. I mean, yeah. that was painful too. Now, yeah. You know, I, lo- I know a lot of people. They're probably gonna say, "Hey, Chris, you know what about the Passage game?" Yeah, but the Giants stunk. You know, yeah. I-, I get it. That was destroying because it was just such buffoonery. You know, 
Yeah. But the, but me and Jerry are talking about playoff teams and shit, you know, and we're talking about teams that were in the playoffs and or could have made the playoffs, you know, or could have made it one on a run. You know? So the, the Giants back then were buffoons. <laughs> I mean, if you want to rate the number one buffoon loss of the Giants, I mean, Pesachik, without question, yeah. that's number one. Yeah. That's the biggest buffoonery loss in the history of the organization. Ryan, you know? Ryan says, let's change the topic. I want to cry. Okay. Yeah, you asked, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you're the one who asked. <laughs> you so, brought it anyway. up. Uh, uh, anyway, so Jerry, yeah, like get back to the Raiders. Yeah, we'll yeah. get back to the Raiders, you know. Um, I'm sorry, dude. Can't lose this game with a rookie quarterback and all that stuff. And uh, you know, changing coaches. Uh, and their way that they look one of the main reasons why I'm saying that is Jerry, because the Giants defense is playing so damn well. Yes, you know, if they were playing mediocre like the Raiders, Raiders like 19th, whatever. They are, if they're playing me, I'd be like, well, you know what? Even with a rookie quarterback, but the Giants defense is playing so damn well that you just can't lose to a rookie quarterback, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, the, you know, all the turmoil going over there. Now they, I know they brought in Antonio. People are gonna be fired up. You know, he's got he's giving speeches and everything like that, but can't I tell you, man, with Daniel back, the offensive some pieces of the offensive line, the the big stud Thomas, left tackle back, can't lose it. Sorry. I don't know what your opinion is on, but to me, they can't lose it. Oh no, Chris. They they to I mean to go two and seven and but to lose to that Raider team mm. when you have Dallas waiting after in Dallas. Oh yeah. my god. I mean it could get I mean it's gonna get ugly if they lose that game. Um they can't lose it. Uh, Aiden, like you said, Aiden O'Connell playing. I I feel better if Garoppolo is, but regardless, the, you cannot lose to Aiden O'Connell and, and Antonio Pierce. You just you can't. Um I agree. It's just uh yeah, it could be uh and, it would be and, really and look, ugly. And look, I know this sounds crazy, but you know you go into Vegas and you win a football game, and your and your big boys are back. I'm talking about Andrew, you know. Oh no. You know, and and you look at the NFC. Oh my God, you're gonna say it, aren't you? You look at the NFC, and that seven team could be a seven and ten wild card team at eight and nine. Yeah, uh, you go and you look at the Giants' schedule. Oh, I know, no. Jerry. No, 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 just you're sucking me back in. I can't believe. I it. know you think I'm crazy. I don't. And, and, no, these are the inner thoughts that I have, and then when you say them, I'm like, ah, shit. Well, because they're getting pieces back, and you look at it and you say, okay, you know, Philly twice, Dallas, and then after that, it's like, well, you can win the rest, and you know, and and lose nine games. <laughs> Corey, Corey, I know. Listen, Jerry. Corey and his Corey, his Corey will go over here saying the same thing. He's, you know, he's like, yeah, look. Somebody was talking to me. Look, somebody was somebody was talking to me about this two days ago after the check game. It was Monday after the check game, you know, and uh, I was still furious. I was like, "What are you effort out of your mind?" Don't give me this effing crap. This was me on the phone, right? Are you freaking crazy? They have no, the season's overdone. And they were like, Chris, I get what you're saying, but you know, guys are going to be coming back. You got the Raiders, you got Washington, you got New England, you got Green Bay, you the got Rams. New Orleans. The Rams. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, Rams. the Rams. You got the Rams. Okay. You got the Eagles twice. You probably gonna you lose got the Rams them. December 31st and one of those Eagle games. May not mean anything. 
Then you got, you know, you got in Dallas, probably going to lose to them again. I get it. So, so the person's saying to me, just think about it. Just hear me out. Hear me out. And I'm like, oh, I'm freaking hearing anything out. And they were like, Chris, give me the seventh seed wild card record. I'm like, well, you know, Atlanta or maybe um, uh, 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 Tampa Bay, Atlanta win, or maybe the other one. Uh, well, I had the Vikings, but then Cousins goes down, so they're probably done, even with Dobbs. You know, they're probably done. And I'm saying, well, it'd probably be like eight and nine or maybe seven and ten. So the person says to me, Well, you can't see the Giants going seven and ten. Oh and he starts ripping off the the, the the schedule. I'm like, Uh, well, all right, well, I guess you could. <laughs> I guess you could. You know, well, Daniel back, Saquon stays healthy, the offensive line settled down with Andrew, defense playing top level. I guess you could. <laughs> I, so I, so Jerry, I just calmed down, right? Because I was still mother effing everything Monday after the Jack game. Sure. And I was fed up, as you know, Jerry, right? Yeah. And I calmed down. I, this was Monday night. I was on the phone. With this, and I calmed down. I said, "Yeah, I, I guess you could." But, but you know, of course, my my thing was, what? Well, well, let's win a football game first. Let, let right. them. Vegas, you know, sure. this is obviously way before McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo being benched and all that stuff. I'm like, could, could we beat Vegas first? And right. and all I was, all I wasn't told was, well, if they beat Vegas, just think about it. And I said, okay. So Jerry, all right. All right. <laughs> it's now Wednesday night. I've been thinking about it for the last few days. And I guess if they do go into Vegas and you look at the schedule and guys are back and Saquon's doing his thing and Daniels playing somewhat decent and he's getting some time and you know you've got games of december where teams are probably gonna be out of it and all that crap and the way the nfc is shaping up especially with you know to me to me the vikes are on that roll with the defense they were going to be that one one wild card but then cousins goes down right now cousin goes down and you look at it and go okay i guess i'm crazy in this but it's possible you know so let's yeah. move on they and then we'll start talking a little bit more about that as we move on down. But I just wanted to get that out there, Jerry. I, I think you probably think I'm insane. Or no. I just put you back in again, one or the other. No. And, guys, uh, we're going to take a break and be right back. And I'm going to touch on this right after, guys. Take a break. Uh, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. Listen to the Giant Insider Podcast <laughs> with Jerry Foley and Chris. I've lost my friggin' mind. Oh, I see, you know what? You know what, Jerry? I see people don't think I'm that insane. I see people saying, oh, no, you know what? It could happen. A lie. Blah, blah, blah. So, I see people thinking I'm not totally insane. So okay, out of good. the two of us, would you agree that I'm the more irrational sports fan overall? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So when I think things, I have to like almost go through a filter of realistic and say, okay, before you send this text or whatever, I've got to filter it out. But Filter it out. <laughs> you know, like last year <laughs> when I great. said... I think it was two years ago or late, when, two years ago when I said this se this series is rigged. The the NHL wants Sidney Crosby to win it, and you wrote back, "Come on, man!" And I was like, "Okay, so that was a stupid text to send." Who won the series, by the way? The Rangers, hmm. right? Yeah. So my point is, I'll think these things, and then I don't say them anymore. And then when you say it, I'm like, "Oh, damn!" Were you my... thinking the same thing? Seriously, were you thinking well, that a little I mean, bit? I mean, I have to. So we're I'm looking at the schedule. And I'm like, all right, we should beat the Raiders, especially with Aiden O'Connell and Antonio Pierce. Again, nothing surprises me with this team, Chris. So if no, we don't absolutely. win, yes, yeah. but should we win? Yes. Then we have Dallas. 
who will be coming off a victory over the Eagles. So it may be a down week for them psychologically, hopefully. So I'm just thinking like, when, I don't I mean, is any, is every, every team's beat and the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. Right. And then you start going out to that schedule and you're like, like you said, man, the commanders again, and they just traded Montez sweat and chase young, the Patriots stink. Um, like you said, you have the Eagles in there, but then you get the saints there. All right, their defense is good, but who the hell's afraid of their, you know, who's afraid of the quarterback? Um, so yeah, I mean, look, seven and ten. Is it possible? Yeah. And could that be the last wild card? Yes. Could but be. let's beat the Raiders. Yes. But, but like I said, and like yeah. you just said, yeah. Folks, I'm not saying they're beating the Raiders and we're gonna I'm gonna predict them to win this, but I'm not saying, hey, this is a guaranteed. I think we could do this. I'm just saying when right. the was talking to me Monday night and I was settling down a little bit. I started thinking about it and said, well, only because you're getting pieces back, right? Yeah. I do think Darren Wall is going to be a big loss, too, in the offense. I do. Yeah. But offensive line where it all starts, and if Andrew's back healthy, which he looks like he's on, in a pet, you know, like, look, we'll see this week, okay? Yeah. Like I said, with the Giants and injuries, you just don't know. Everything's day-to-day. Everything's this. Everything's that. But as you're there and you see guys moving around a little bit better, you start saying, okay, well, you know, Probably a good, pretty good chance. Okay. Oh, um, whatever. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That's so win yeah. Sunday, which they should. Um, And then you start thinking along the lines of, you know, well, could you stack? <laughs> After the Dallas game, could you start stacking some wins and away the NFC shape? Yeah. Bill Hartnett says, quote, should. Yes, right. Good <laughs> stuff. I said should, not will. I will never say will in the NFL, you know. So. So. I got it. I'm going to ask you about a tweet because I, it, it, it creeps in every, it creeps in a lot now, right? Like this, this thought process of, and I'm not judging anybody. I'm just asking you. So you put out a tweet. It says there's nine games left and I have giant fans tweeting at me that they want to see the giants lose the last nine. Is this the majority feeling? Can't be right. And I would say, I, I think it's half the fan base. And again, guys, I'm not judging anyone, but I totally believe that people are in tank mode. And then when they start winning, they'll 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 flip a bit. So yeah. I think that's part of it. I think if they lose this week, it's like, oh my god, oh, just it. lose out, man. Oh, Let's get a new quarterback. Let's do all this. Yeah. And I think you know what, Jerry? I think a lot of people, and rightfully so, rightfully so, yeah, were just so disgusted, yeah, with what Dable did last week with the offense and losing that type of game to the Jets. That yes. people were like, I hope they lose every damn game now and we get a hot. And I get it. I get it. Yeah. There was just so many people tweeting, I hope they lose every game. You know, and I was like, oh man, they can't, people can't really be thinking, you know, but this is what will change people. Yeah. No question. If Daniel plays a real good game, Andrew's back, the offensive line looks better, the yep. defense continues to play well, and they yep. win a 24 7 game Sunday. Yeah. Trust me, people will be like, uh, you know what? I don't know about that tanking thing now. Maybe maybe Chris is right. Maybe we could win these three out of four in December and finish seven. I'm telling you, you know how it is, dude. You know how it is. You know. I'm gonna ask you, have you ever rooted for one of your teams to lose like that? I mean, I'm not, I, uh, I'm just asking. Because I'll tell you mine. Yeah, let me think and you go with yours and let me think. The 1997 Giants, when Dave Brown I think the Giants were one and three, mm-hmm. and they were playing the Saints. 
And I just said, we're, he, this guy is never going to be it. Mm-hmm. They brought in a coach. He can't change him. He stinks. <laughs> You've got to move on. And they're only going to move on if they, you know, finish out terrible. And he got injured. I didn't obviously root for an injury. I'm just saying he got hurt in that game. And then Danny Cannell came in and then they went on their, you know, they went to the playoffs that year. And then, oh, my God, another heartbreaker. That wild card game, the Viking game. That's a hard one. But um, that was the only time. And it was really like one game because once Cannell came in, I said, okay, let's see what happens. But I just, it was year six. Remember that, guys. Year six of a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, these these guys don't last that long when you're not sure. I mean, Daniel Jones is five. But the excuse around Jones is they never had any talent around him. But Dave, Dave Brown was at year six. And it was just, I just mm-hmm. thought this guy is never going to be it. Yeah. Just lose out here guys and, and, and start over. So that was the only time that was literally the only time. Jerry in 1980, they were lining themselves up for a guy named Lawrence Taylor. Mm. And the saints were worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, where everybody, I remember towards the end of that year, and I was only a 14-year-old kid, but I remember these things. Sometimes I remember these things. Usually I don't sure. remember the past too well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. You give me a score like, oh, yeah, is that the score? I don't know. Yeah. You know? Um, and I remember back then it was just on TV and certain football shows, not like today, the social media and all that stuff. Right. Was, everybody was talking about this linebacker from North Carolina, um, how great he was, you know? And I, I was like, okay, I guess the, you know everybody's gonna go with him, and and then the Giants, you know, they didn't have that, and the Saints were losing like crazy, and blah blah blah. And I was kind of hoping there, like, wow, if this guy is that great, I hope the Giants do lose. You know, I hope the Giants land him. You know, yeah. Of course, we all know what happened. They were lucky enough that one team actually wanted a running back instead of Lawrence, because I think the rest of the league was all gonna draft Lawrence. Dallas tried to trade up. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. if they were in that position. Yeah, they were all going to take Lawrence Taylor. That's how great he was, as we all know. Right? Yeah, as we all know. <clears throat> so if I remember right, I think that was one year where I was like, I hope they lose every damn game. Yeah, because supposedly what they're saying about this guy, he's going to be one of the best linebackers ever to play. But and he was, <laughs> and he was, and he's the greatest, maybe the greatest defensive player ever to play. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, as far as other teams, as far as losing, um. Big Blue VCR is right. He got hurt against Dallas. He won the game against the Saints. Dave Brown. Good call. See, I admit when I'm wrong. That's right. He did get hurt against Dallas. Big Blue VCR checking me. Good job, buddy. Nice. Man, that, but I remember, big, yeah. that yeah. big Blue VCR is like an encyclopedia, man. Yeah, yeah. How the he's, hell does he remember this? He's right. Time? And when he said it, I'm like, damn, he's right. But I'll tell you what. In the Saints game, I think it was Kevin Alexander who caught a touchdown. Big Blue VCR. Look that one up yeah. for me, buddy. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So that was any other teams. I, don't, I really don't remember as far as. You know, one to tank. Yeah, that uh, was it for me. Players don't tank. It's always the front no, right. office making moves and make sure they kind of like you know, right. <laughs> you know, they're not going to win many games and all that stuff. So yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I just wanted to throw it out there as far as yeah. that. You have to win Sunday, and you want to feel. Look, if the Giants win Sunday and you win a fourteen ten game and all that crap, a seventeen. Now look, it's, nobody's going to feel good. Nah, nobody's they're gonna be like, oh, you know, we're gonna get smoked Sunday, and, you know, probably lose and wash. You know, that's, you, you need a feel good game, right? You need a feel good game. Yeah. Even the Washington win, it wasn't a feel good game. Right. Arizona game, yeah, the half was great, but everybody was like, cool, that was a miracle win, right? Coming back, all. Yeah. You need a feel good game. Yeah. Unfortunately, 
the Buffalo loss was a feel-good loss. Right. Right? Wow, we should have won this game, right? But we could have won this game. We could have won this game. Blah, 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 blah. So, um, and then last week, everybody's back to, I hope they lose every damn game. Because when you lose like that, and I don't blame people, man. Yeah, me neither. I think a lot of it is emotion, too. Like, a lot of people are so effing fuming over this yeah. loss. And the way they lost. And what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, the offense, I think people just so – I hope they lose every damn game and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and I get it. I get it. But I just think a lot of people who are tweeting deep down that the Giants win a game Sunday and a pretty feel-good win, I think a lot of those people are like, well, you know what, maybe uh, – what did Chris uh, – you know, what did Jerry yes, Chris say right. about – what did Jerry Chris say about that seven and ten record? And I think right. people will start looking at it like that. I think you'll yeah. see that. So yeah, good stuff. Nice. Um, Corey again brings up a good point. Not to keep posting the same people, but Corey brings up what, how many. What's frustrating is how many of these six losses could have been wins. Yeah, at least two, right? I mean, obviously Buffalo and the Jets are the two that really jumped to mind. Uh, but yeah, yeah, a lot of the other ones were non-competitive. So yeah, probably yeah, the, Buffalo. Look, the Buffalo. Niners game wasn't. You know, Miami yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. Uh, good stuff. All right. Um, Thank you. What, what the fish guys. What's up? Long time listener. Love what you do. these live. Oh, thank nice. you. That's why we're doing them. Yeah. Fish. Good stuff, man. Um, all right. You got anything else for the Raider game before we get the picks? No, just some of the things look on offense. You're probably going to see a lot of Josh Jacobs, right? Giants defense did a hell of a job last week, but it's still not very good against the run. Um, Josh seems to be getting his legs really under him now, you know, um, and obviously Devontae Adams. And you know what? Jacoby Myers is having a good year too. So I know they got a rookie quarterback. I watch for those guys on defense. Max Crosby, obviously. I think the mm. Giants could do both. They're not good against the run. I think Saquon could have a monster game. I think Daniels could do some things too. So, <clears throat> All right. Good stuff, dude. Graham right. Gano. Oh, look. Yeah. Look. Anybody have confidence in Graham right now? I don't. No. I think Graham has lost a lot of confidence. He's going to have to kick through this, get, and show, you know, and I see he's on the injury report again this week with the left knee. Uh, nobody wants to hear that crap. You know, um, if you play, you got you to make field goals. You know, so I think a lot of it, you know, and there's uh, a little bit of confidence going on, you know, mechanic-wise and all that stuff. So hopefully he kicks through it and he'll be fine the rest of the year. I want to address one question here because I, it's a, it's a good point, but I don't agree with it. Adam Carp <laughs> says the concern about winning is Mara. Mm. The organization likes to use sample sizes to get the result they want. How much of that Eli game against the Eagles to justify building around a 37 year old quarterback? You're talking about game two of 2017, I think, um, where he, you know, they went in and, and Eli played really well. Adam, I, I think it was more about with Eli, um, you had a GM come in and say, I can fix the offensive line. He still can play. So if they had fixed the offensive line, there was belief that Eli still had something left. As far as small sample size, like, I mean, look, they, they got rid of Shermer after two years. They got rid of Judge after two years. Like, Dable, it's more, look, you had a winning season last year. McAdoo after two years. You know, I think the Giants have to show a little patience here. I think they made the right moves before, especially with McAdoo, Shermer, and Judge. But are, are you know are we really going to do this again every two years? Get a new coach. I, I like Brian Dable. He's just got to get it right. You, you know, you got to help him get it right. So I understand your point, Adam. But I think it's more to it than that. That's all, bud. So what, what was the point he was making? 
that is, they use small sample sizes to get the result they want, right? Like mm. Dable had a good year last year, so he's fine. Or Eli had one good game in 2017, so sign him to another contract and bring him back. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That okay. kind of thing. And 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 Daniel Jones, right? Like, you know, you could say, oh, he had one good year, then you sign him to a four-year deal. But we all said Jones had nothing last year, and to do what he did was pretty – was very good. Yeah. So – you know, we're all for it. Like, I, I, then I'm then I'm a Mara because I wanted Jones to come back, right? Like, I I understood it. Yeah. So. And Jerry, you got to remember, you know, that Jones deal really is a two year deal. Exactly. That's exactly right, folks. You got to remember that. Yep. And not tied up with the cap. Right. Down the road, <laughs> dead money. Yeah, but the guaranteed money ends after next season. Right. It's really a two year deal. If yep. they want them, if they want to move on from it. Yep. And that's why there was a question before. I was going to bring it up, but someone said, would a quarterback be in play if they keep losing? Yes. Absolutely yes. With the talent that's coming out, it would be irresponsible for a quarterback not to be in play. I mean, you could have five or six that are coming out where you say, they might be an upgrade to Jones. Sorry. I don't know now, but they're that good this year, these quarterbacks coming out. So you would have to make that move. Somebody asked it earlier. I just wanted to right. bring that up. So. I didn't see that either. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was a longer question, and it wasn't. Right. It, it it wasn't kind of going what we were talking about, but somebody asked it before. So there and you go. See, yeah. let's face it, Jerry Daniel's been hurt a lot. Right. Exactly. It's that's part of it as well. There's a, there's another there's a second neck injury that comes into play. Mm, scary. So. Scary. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, dude. And. uh 29 watching. We got up to like 38 at one point. This is uh, good stuff, everyone. Thank you for uh, for hanging in. Um, all right, Chris, you're up two now on the season. You got one last week. Uh, that Chargers game came back to bite me in the ass. Where I you said, "Wow, you're taking the Chargers over the Bears." Yeah, go ahead, Jer. And I did. What? What? I gotta ask you. Oh, no, I took the Bears over the Chargers. Yeah. What? Sorry. What the hell was the thought process of that one? I just I the Chargers the week before um, screwed me against Dallas. I I just I. I can't – they make weird decisions. I, I'm done with the Chargers. I can't stand them. Oh, I, I, look, a lot of people don't – I just – I'm talking about that one particular game. More out of – um, more out of, like, revenge in my head that, I, okay, you screwed me, Chargers, so I'm going to pick against you regardless of any type of reasoning. So, again, going back to the whole who's a more irrational sports fan. There it is right there, folks. In the flesh. All right. Oh, uh, it was uh, Craig. Uh, Greg. Uh, Greg McCann asked. Yeah, I asked. Thought the Giants might invest too much in Jones to go quarterback. No. So Chris brought it up. It's really a two-year deal. Yeah. The good stuff, Greg. All right. Uh, Eight fifteen tomorrow night. Titans at Steelers. Chris. Um. Wow. Steelers rebound and and they win and they teach the rookie a lesson tomorrow night. I'll go with Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Titans. All right. 930. This is a great one for 930. Dolphins at Chiefs, dude. Oh, my God. Watch yeah. it be like 10-7. <laughs> yeah, right. Imagine. I know. <laughs> um, I'm going Dolphins. What was that? You're going Dolphins? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go Chiefs because I I just can't see the Chiefs losing two in a row. Um, and Mahomes won't have the flu next week. And the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Um, I'll go with the Chiefs because I, I just don't see the Chiefs losing two in a row. But yeah, I wouldn't shock me. If, it would not surprise me if they do. But I'll go with the Chiefs. All right, one o'clock. Vikings at Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons at home now. 
I'm gonna go Falcos at home. Yeah. Oh, they got uh, Taylor Heineke now against the. They're going with the true. kid, right? I'm gonna go with Atlanta at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bears at Saints. Go New Saints Orleans. at home. Yeah. Same. Uh, Rams at Packers. I'm gonna go with the Packers. I'll go Rams on the road. Uh, commanders at Patriots, the Chase Youngless, Montez Sweatless Commanders. Still commanders I'll go, for me. I'll go with Belichick in the New England home. We got a lot different this week. This could get this could this is where you could pull away. You could make your comeback right here. Oh now. my god, probably not. Seahawks at Ravens. That's a good game. I'm gonna go Ravens at home. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ravens too. Oh, I thought you'd go Seahawks. All right. New but Leonard Williams, baby. Leo will probably have the big sack of the game, strip sack. And- <laughs> yeah. Uh, Buccaneers at Texans. Texans lost last week. Yeah. Yeah. We predicted that though. We both said yeah. that Carolina going to win their first one, right? We did. Yep. Uh, Buccaneers at 10 in Lakeville, Texas. Oh, tough one. I'm going to go with uh, Houston at home. I'm going to go Buccaneers on the road. Cardinals at Browns. I'll go with Cleveland. Yeah, home. same. Colts at Panthers, first of the fours. I'll go Colts on the road. Colts at Panthers. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm with you now. Yeah, I'll go with the Colts. Great game at 425. Cowboys-Eagles. I'll go first. Cowboys on the road are going to they're gonna beat them. Mm. God, they got to beat them. Why? Because if the Eagles are one loss. It's just they got to even out a little mm. bit, man. I know everybody hates the Cowboys. I get it. But I just, guys, come on. Yeah, I just don't trust Dallas in big games like this, man. I'll go with the Eagles at home. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys just for hope. Um. Bills at Bengals, eight o'clock Sunday night. Yeah, I tell you, man, Cincinnati Bengals is coming on now. Cincinnati is starting to look like Cincinnati again. Turnovers last week. I'll go Cincinnati home. I'll go Bills on the road. Oh, wow, uh, Monday a night. A lot of differences. We're gonna, this, this is going to be ugly. Uh, <laughs> geez, I'm just saying it right now. I know it. Uh, Monday night. Oh boy, <laughs> Chargers and Jets. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to go Jets at home. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 I'm going to vomit. And finally, 425, Giants at Raiders. This is the uh, save the season game now. Chris, who do you like? I like the Giants. Yeah. I think we talked about it earlier. Um, I think the Giants are going to go in there and win a 24 they're going to score. Right, folks? I know they're averaging 11, which is really like around 10 because that defensive amazing. touchdown 11, by Pinnock. 11. Um, you ready? I think the Giants are going to break the 20-point barrier this week. How about that? Wow. 24 what? 24-13. Giants. It's a good score. It's a good score. Um, By the way, I got to give Kyle Johnson credit. On the, uh, the live stream the other day, he said first team to 13 wins, and that was the final. Yeah. Uh, the Giants Jets game. Um, I'm, I'm with, he was right about that. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. He said it before the game started. First team to 13 wins. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go Giants. I, I just, I just think it's still gonna be ugly. 20 to 20 to 17. It's gonna be really close and ugly, and we're not I'm not gonna feel good about it. So. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I go to Giant 24-13, and I feel somewhat good about it. How about that? No, great. And then we go. Probably going to be dead wrong as usual, but I'm going to be somewhat good about it. That's fine. Good stuff, man. Um, Everyone, thanks for the uh, for the support here. Twenty nine of you remained. It got up to almost forty. It's uh, I think the most for us for a live stream so far for a podcast. So good stuff, man. 
Um, yeah, anything thank else? You. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad uh, a lot of people are on. Um, and that's it, man. So. All right, guys. We'll see what happens Sunday in Vegas. And guys, in probably doing a little, probably doing another live stream Sunday. What the hell? So uh, four twenty-five. I'll probably start it around four fifteen. Um, yeah, Chris talked me into doing this by saying maybe popular live win, stream. If we win, we're back in the playoff hunt. So, <laughs> well, I'm just saying that one speech, Chris, one Newt Rockney like speech by you, and I'm back in, baby. No, 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 no. I'm not thinking, even if they win, I'm not thinking playoffs. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out that I am. scenario. Yeah, you said it. If they win, they're back in the playoff hunt, so I'm going with it. So. It's fun. All right, guys. See you Sunday. Sunday's a giant base. Take care, Take everybody. Care, everybody.